3: Hello everyone, I'm Patty Herman. Welcome as always to Iron Real Estate. As you probably know by now, it's been a long time we've been on the air. Uh, we discuss the real estate market nationally, all across the country, and of course the metropolitan area, and how it affects you, and some of the tricks of the trade that will maybe be able to help you get a house uh, in the bidding war and win it. Or if you're a seller, maybe i will get some more money from your house by doing a few things. And, of course, we always talk about financing and the legal part of it because everything all works together. We have a very special guest set for the second hour who will discuss the, the, the book that he started um, actually on Long Island. I can't remember how long ago, uh, but Chase Baker, and he is a businessman, a builder a magazine pu- publisher, and a metropolitan magazine publisher, and he just started a new publication in Florida. So you'll want to talk to him, and um, it's a very upskilled present book, and you will probably see it all over the place. Um, so he'll be here to tell you how he got into it, why he did it, and some of the most interesting moments he's had in the real estate business. Of course, we'll be joined at the beginning of our second hour by the show's resident legal expert, Attorney Steve Ebert, a partner in prestigious firm, Cassian & and he'll fill us in on the latest legal developments in the business. There's legal, there's a banking, there's mortgage, there's real estate, there's buyers, there's sellers, and actually the real estate broker has to kind of keep everything all together. So, If you have any questions, we'd love to hear them. Feel free to call us at 866 9622 And if we can't get you on the air, we'll try to answer your questions through an email. You can just leave your question with the person that answers the phone. Real Estate, um, our show has been sponsored by Citizens Bank, the place to go for a mortgage or just to get information. And as I said, the more information that you have, the better off you're in. We're in a tough market today. I mean, it's moving so quickly, things don't last long at all. There's very little inventory, and this is pretty, pretty much nationally, that you really have to have all your ducks in order to win, okay? But, you know, if you really want to buy something and you want to buy that house that you love, then you really need to have everything done in advance, and we'll tell you what you're doing, what you should do. Um it's my pleasure to introduce my longtime co host. Uh, I don't know how long it's been, but it's been long. For the first hour of the show, the senior vice president and director of strategic sales at Citizens Bank, my friend and colleague Ace Wells Park.
4: Hi, Ace.
5: Good morning. Good morning, Dottie. I can't believe it's almost April. I am I am well. I'm well. You know the weather's nice and it's almost April. Well, Time flies, Dottie. It's, it's, it's amazing, it you
3: know. It certainly does, Ace. And you know something? There's something, even when it's freezing in New York, there's something about seasons that makes you kind of look so forward to when it first starts getting nice out. And New York had a pretty cold winter this winter. It, it hadn't been too cold for a lot of years, but I think it was a pretty cold winter. So to see the sun... Shining. I'm. I'm a daylight saving time. I like when it stays la- light, long. That's,
5: that's so, it. That's it, Donnie. Yeah, You're right. It's been right. so cold, and uh, it's. Uh, you know, here in New York, it's sunny. It's uh, the weather is beautiful. So, really, really looking forward to spring. You know, it's. Uh, it's been a. It's, it, it's, it's been a while. Yeah.
3: Yes, it's there, and you know. So, so you know, I want you to know that Ace, you have a. You know, Ace has a, a lot of social media that you could go on. Under, I mean, Ace, I I can't even, you know, if you know how many years it took me to say your name. That's why I always say Ace <laughs> W. I have it right now, but if anyone wants to go to your uh, website, what would they go to? Oh, wow. it's.
5: Uh, you know, you can, just, you, you can just email me at ace.w at citizensbank.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. It's just Ace, Super, uh, my first and last name. Uh, but, you know, stay connected through, through, the, through this show. You know, call us at 1-866-970-9622. Uh, we're always here to answer any questions that you have. And, Dottie, it's been such a long time we've been doing this show. I feel like, you know, we have know.
4: such
5: a huge, huge community <laughs> that, we you know, we, we just look forward to every single Saturday. To come in, uh, well, we do, and, 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 really just, and, and you know, talk about different topics, Donnie. It's it's, it's yeah. great,
3: and we do, and we, you know, it's every Saturday we were doing this, and so yeah, every Saturday, it he Saturday, it. so you have to love it, okay? And I think we both do, and again, you can follow if you if you don't get a chance to call because we don't want you to drive, and be using your phone. Um, you can either go to Aces' site or you can go to www.daddyherman.com, And if you happen to be on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, again, just look up Daddy Herman. You'll get on my social media. Um, I am doing a newsletter now. You can get that. At, and and we also have a business page that's uh, I own real estate. So you can get us anywhere you want. And, of course, we love to hear from you. So can you can always call at 866 970 So today, you know, there's so much going on in the world. I can't, I mean, there's so much going on. I'm just kind of newsed out, okay? But I wanted to just give you a little bit, beginning of the show before we get into what I think is really important and and things people are really thinking about it and wondering about it because you're all hearing the interest rate hikes and things of that nature. But before I do that, just want to give you a little bit Again, and, you know, Ace and I have always been advocates to say never give up on New York or never bet against it because you'll lose. And those who bet against it, and there were many that said it's like five years before it can come back. If it ever comes back, well, I just want to give you just some stock. Not that you have to write this down, but just get a feel. In February, sellers put 4,078 homes on the market, but that is very low. It's still low for Manhattan. So, in other words, we do not have a big supply of inventory in Manhattan. Um, that was the most homes across New York City, you know, by Street Easy says, you know, in, since 2018. Now, it's been so unpredictable for all of us with COVID and now with this war in New York City. Um, but it looks like that there were 16,622 New York City homes for sale in February and a 12% increase in listings, and it's still a tight market, meaning there's still not a lot of inventory, so you have to be on it. And that's why we always tell you to be prepared. Homes spent an average time of 88 days on the market. So that's not even three months, which is pretty quick. Um, I mean, that's really quick. And um, and if you looked at Brooklyn, that was only 79 days that was on the market. It was even faster than New York City. Um, Only 8% of New York City listings advertised the price cut. So, you know, More than likely, unless something is really priced out of the ballpark, more than likely you're going to end up paying list price or maybe even higher. Um, The median asking price for a home in New York City last month was $950,000. That is virtually unchanged for the prior year. So if you look at what's happening across the country where prices have gone up, 20%. I'm in Florida at the moment, and all I can tell you is what I saw last year is at least 20%, 30% higher. So New York is back to what it was pre-pandemic, but it's still, as compared to other things, still a bargain because it's back to what it wasn't before the pandemic, but it didn't go up to 20% yet, which it will, I assure you. The spring market's going to be very competitive where you live. Um, but there is seems to be a little bit more inventory, so that's like good because well, there's no inventory, even if you want to buy something, there's really nothing around. Uh, there's a lot of demand and reduced inventory, and it, 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 the asking price, the average median asking price of Manhattan was up to $1.47 million which is 9% higher than it was last year, okay? But down $25,000 from before the pandemic. So, you know, people want to live there, and, you know, as you see it, I mean, no matter what, New York is New York, and there's no place like New York City. It's just unique. And so people want to live there, okay? Median asking rents reached a high. Now, rents, that's a whole other story. Uh, are 3,000, I mean the, the the average was 3,800 dollars in Manhattan. That's 36% higher than last year. So I can go into this. Brooklyn hit the market the same way. I mean, they're just over the top. Uh, Brooklyn rents reached a record of 2,800, up 17% from 21. So Queens was the only borough report with a median asking price state even so it's booming i mean it's just booming and you have to be quick you have to know what you want you have to know the areas i would suggest that you look at areas ahead of time that you you hone in on an area don't compare oh this is i like this apartment in queens but i want it in new york city for the same price well, that's not happening so, so hone in get to know it okay this way when you're broke say hey something just came out you got to run Okay, now, the, um, the one bad thing that happened, but I think it's all going to come back, is during the pandemic, some of the uh, big cities uh, lost people, lost population because they were dense and people were, fret, you know, nervous about the pandemic. So, New York, Los Angeles, and San Francisco did lose population. I'm sure they're going to make it back. Um so we will look for that. New York and uh, and and San Francisco, and I guess Los Angeles lost about seven hundred thousand people during the pandemic. But remember, New York City was hit so hard, and the density there—people were afraid. They live in buildings. They couldn't even be with their families. So, I think that you're going to see all that start to change. But again, it is really a tight
4: market.
5: Scotty, I have to and tell you—you you know, I. I was living in downtown um, at One Eleven Murray, and I was right. probably one. I was probably maybe one of five residents that stayed um, during the pandemic. Right, everybody else moved out. They they either went to the Hamptons or they went to Florida or wherever their second homes were. And I can tell you now, it is busier than ever. So you know, I do agree, Dottie. I think people are going to come back, and I think they're going to come back in the, in a big way because. I don't think people realize that there's no place like New York City. And uh, once they move to, to, the, to the suburbs or to Florida, I think you can only get so much of the beach, right, every single day. So I can tell you I, I'm seeing drones and drones of people coming back into the city. I was out last night just to have dinner, and there were lines out the door at almost every single restaurant, here. I've never seen it like that before, but, you know, it's well, you
3: good, know to what
5: good to see. Yeah. yeah.
3: You know what I think we should do? I said to the other day, yeah. I said, I think we need a better PR person for New York. I mean, I'm going to tell you yeah. what I'm talking about, okay? We now, do. I we really do. We really do. Okay, I understand that there's been some bad things that happened, like the murder or this or that. I mean, yeah. I'm not taking yeah. that lightly, okay? But there are everywhere. The difference is when I put the news on and I, like I said, I'm in Florida at the moment i'm coming back soon um, when I put the news on when it comes to New York that's all they talk about. This one was on a subway this one i mean somebody you know this one was was being up somebody just they had a video with this guy i obviously he was insane, but he had like this gummy he went on the sub on the train and he had like a dummy person with him like it was a you know like a scuffed a stuffed guy and you know it had no face but it was like six feet tall the guy put it like in his seat next to him and on the subway and uh, he started cursing at him it was like a you know it's a dummy and he's cursing at the dummy and he's you I don't I can't say it on air there's sense to me but anyhow so now you see the people on the subway. My friend videoed this. You see the people on the subway; they're just kind of inching away, getting up, kind of walking away from the guy because he's cursing and screaming. It's a fake thing, and then he gets up and he says, "I've had it with you," and he starts beating the stuff up. It's a dummy; can't fight back. And they're always showing bad things. And and you know what? That's fine. But why don't they show what you just said? You want to show that, but then show the bustling restaurants, the crowds that you can't even get in, okay? Correct. All of the wonderful things. And I noticed, like, in Florida, now they have deaths and they have crime, and every state has. But they don't make it the emphasis of what they talk about every day.
5: Well, that's the problem, right, Dottie? The news, they're always depicting the negativity because that's what people – you know, are more interested in, but look, that's why, that's why I always tell everyone, don't get too consumed um, with media, you know, then, then you're just going to go down the spiral, you know, understand it, hear about it, you know, know what's going on, but don't, there, there's always, uh, there's, there's always a different, a different side to, to the, to the story, right, Daddy? So just wanted to let people well, know, we are, we are boots on the ground, you know, we are here and we're just letting you know that, Things are more vibrant. Things are coming back, and it's it's coming back better than ever, Dottie. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the summer when the weather really, really gets nice. And now there's no more vaccinations um, in terms of in terms of cards in New York City. If you go into a restaurant, and it's hustling and bustling, Dottie. So I'm so glad yeah. to see it. It's, it's been so long, and you know it's it's such a relief to see the city coming back and, and, and having some life again. So it's great.
3: Now. You know something, although rents are high in the city, I, I I was reading that renters were the hardest hit in Miami, which is in, in, in the metro area of Miami, which encompasses Fort Lauderdale and Palm Beach. Tenants on average spent, listen to this, a 60% of their monthly income on rent. That's up 37% from last year.
5: Dottie, Florida is such such a booming <laughs> um place right now it's there's something going on every week i, I hear there's like an ultra music festival there where thousands and thousands of people are there and it's uh it's amazing you know they have nft week i believe next week so there's just so much going on um in Florida, miami especially you know brick old west palm it's just so much going on
3: there's a lot going on and um again it's a uh I guess it's kind of an escape from cold weather. That's not a far flight, okay? I did, you know, once when I was young. I was like, I had this, I had this stupid premonition, Ace, and I said, oh, I just feel this plane is going to crash. I can't go on. And I was like, my daughter was like eight or not? No, maybe she was ten or eleven. But she, I was like, oh, and I said, and I told my husband at the time. Oh, I can't. I'm not. I have a bad premonition that this plane is going to crash. I'm taking, and I took a train. Now, did you ever take a train to Florida? Hey, did you did ever you take a train to Florida?
5: to Florida? Yeah, did you ever take? I uh, never, Florida? never, Dottie. I would, uh, I would love it if they had a train to Florida. I, I, I would definitely. I get did a first customer on it. You did?
3: There is. Yes, I did. I just wow. I told you, I had, a premon- I had a premonition that there was going to be a crash on the plane. So I, I convinced my daughter, uh, I said, please take the train with me. And at the time, my husband was, no, I'm not doing it. You're insane. So he took a plane, and we took a train, and we went, and then we got those, you know, you could get sleeper cars on a train. And we got sleeper cars, which were like very, like they were small, and there was like big guys. I think it was like 24 hours. I, I forgot how long it took. But, I got to throw a lot of people on the train because when you're sitting on a train for that long, you know, they had far, carts. We really... Wow, 24 hours. Friends. Yeah, 24 hours. But I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we have a break coming up. We'll be right back, and we're going to start talking about the rising interest rates and what's going on there. We'll hear from Ace who's going to tell us all about it. We'll be right back. What does the rising interest rates mean to you as a buyer and to you as a seller?
1: You have helped build MyPillow into an amazing company. Now Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to you. Get great discounts on all MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. Get deep discounts on MyPillow's mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. Mike's newest product is MyPillow Towels, made in the USA with 100% USA cotton, offering a six-piece set of bath, hand, and washcloths in a variety of colors, Originally priced at $109.99, now for a limited time reduced to $39.99. You heard right, $39.99 with the promo code AM970. Remember, all my pillow products come with a 60 day money back guarantee and a 10 year warranty. Call 800-651-0798 for these great specials. That's 800-651-0798. Promo code AM970.
6: Holland Christian Home is a Christian home for seniors, a place that will treat your loved one with kindness and respect. Located in North Haledon, New Jersey, Holland Christian Home is filled with fun activities, delicious meals, medical care, and more. Founded more than 125 years ago, Holland Christian Home provides the physical, social, and financial needs to care for seniors. Go to hchnj.org or call Charlotte at 973-807-3245. Call Holland Christian Home to discuss how they can care for your aging loved one with residential living a permanent life care program and respite care you'll have peace of mind that your mom or dad aunt or uncle friends and loved ones are in a warm and loving community daily chapel services are included hchnj.com or call 973-807-3245 holland christian home will care for your aging loved one with kindness and respect hchnj.org or 973-807-3245 holland
2: christian home ask for charlotte Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time.
0: Well, I drive a truck for a living. I don't get hardly any exercise. I'm not kidding you now. I'm not easily sold on anything, but I'm a firm believer in this product. You know, I watched those uh, advertisements for two or three years and listened to the radio going down the road. And I said, something's got to be going on with that product for that many people to do ads for them. And I'll tell you what, I, I just uptown a while ago, I told some of my buddies, I said, I'm not BSing you, man. I'm not kidding you. It's amazing. It totally amazes me.
2: Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code THEANSWER.
0: The Salem Business Breakfast is back, and it's happening on April 27th. Hear from an expert panel on all things business. Gain invaluable insights that can't be found anywhere else. It's happening on Wednesday, April 27th at the fabulous Saccone Theater at Bergen Community College in Paramus with legendary attorney Arthur Idala as moderator. Joe Piscopo will be broadcasting live with the whole AM 970 morning team. A gourmet breakfast from DR Catering will be served. Hey, be sure to bring lots of business cards to enter for several great prizes. You'll come away with information, contacts, and motivation to grow your business. Entry is free, but you must register online at am970theanswer.com. That's am970theanswer.com. The Salem Business Breakfast is sponsored by Magna Flood Inc., Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real
2: estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back and right before the
3: break, uh, I'm here with Ace Park and we were talking about um, you probably, I'm I'm sure you're hearing all over the news and the papers that, you know, the feds, well, I think they raised already but they're going to raise interest rates, and they're saying um, they might raise them more quickly. I mean, I just read that in the, maybe the Times or the Wall Street Journal. They might raise them more quickly to tame rising inflation because they think that will slow things down. And uh, they might raise them, like they say, six times. I think one paper I saw said seven times. So, Ace, what's the story
4: with
5: mortgage Daddy, it's interest been- rates? Yeah, it's it's been the topic of discussion for the last two weeks. Uh, literally, everywhere I go, people are talking about the rates, obviously the home prices. But, you know, rates on a 30-year fix is currently at 4.5%, right? So, you know, last year at this time, we were currently hovering around 3.5%, 3.25%. So we've definitely seen an increase in rates. However, however, Dottie, and we talk about this all the time, when you think about 4.5%, we're not even touching 5 yet. That is still astronomically low. But, you know, obviously, human nature, we think about where we were last year, and we're like, oh, my goodness, Ace, the rates are so high. But it, relatively speaking, you know, rates were at 6%, 7% a couple of, you know, 10 years ago. So I, I just want people to think to think about relatively, yes, rates are going up. And I, I want to I wanna touch upon a, li- a little bit of a misconception. When folks are saying that the Federal Reserve are increasing rates six to seven times the next, you know, I would say, 24 months. We have to keep in mind that they're they're actually increasing our prime rate, right? Prime was at zero uh, for a very long time, and you know, prime rate is short term rates, so it doesn't it doesn't exactly correlate correlate to long term rates such as the 30 year fixed rate. So when the, when the Federal Reserve announces that they they're going to increase the rates by a quarter of a percent. Um, at their at their, let's say reserve meeting, right, with their committee, it only means that they're raising short-term rates, Dottie. So that doesn't really mean that the long-term rates, the four and a half percent on thirty-year fixed, will go up that drastically, right? So you can see maybe an eighth increase, maybe not even a, a movement on on the um, long-term interest rate at all. So just keep that in mind. Dottie's right; they are looking to increase our prime rate just to sort of combat inflation because inflation's right around 7%, Dottie. We need to bring that down to about 2%. So just, you know, the, the, I would say the message here to the folks is it's a steady increase. We're not drastically raising rates uh, to the point where folks can't afford to buy, because if the federal reserve raises rates too quickly, then we can possibly go into a recession. So there's going to be still a little bit of monitoring in terms of the economy, what's going on with the uh, Russia and Ukraine war. So There's a lot of factors that go into, you know, how fast they can increase rates, although that's their goal. They still have to really, you know, take into account all things that are going on. So the moral of the story is be prepared. If you're looking to buy, you know, get a pre-approval, speak to a loan officer early, get in touch with an amazing real- realtor. Uh, we have a lot here at Douglas Salomon and you know, put together a a, a dream team, right? Speak to an attorney um, that understands co-ops and condos, if that's what you're looking for in the city. If you're looking to buy somewhere in Long Island or Westchester, you know, speak to a professional that really knows that marketplace, because like Dottie said, when things come on the market, it really, it goes quickly. So you just want to be prepared and, um, you know, really get in, you know, get in the game, you know, rates aren't going to be this low for, for, for for a while, so you have a short window, Dottie, right? So just well, you just have think a short that.
3: window, but let me just say this, okay? And I, you know, when anyone's writing things that are going to happen, I mean, they um, their predictions. Predictions are predictions; they didn't happen yet. They okay. are now. They have raised the rates, okay? But if you go back, um, and, and if you look at the average interest rates, I mean, they're pretty at the bottom i mean they're pretty low still okay now obviously if you i've been telling you so if you listen to this show you would know i said if you're gonna buy and you find that house buy it and if you're a seller hey a little ticket in interest rates might might have somebody that's a borderline person maybe not get a mortgage so um you know you want to get your home. I've always said it's a great time to sell. It still is a great time to sell because there's no inventory and there's more buyers than there is inventory. So it is a seller's market and they have to raise them um, because of the, you know, because inflation. So they, you know, so they are going to raise them. And, but again, I've been in the business my whole life. And if you would have said to me when I bought my first house or my second house, if you would have said to me I could get a five a percent interest rate, I would have kissed your feet, okay? Because it was so much higher. So <laughs> you know, I mean, really, I mean, I mean, who? Would, when I was buying a house and when I was looking at, and when I first started this business, the rates were in the you know eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, okay, and people still bought houses. So. Um, what, so as Ace said, okay, it's, I, I don't see the demand loosening at all. Okay. I don't, you know, and I'm there, I'm on my feet or on the ground. I see what's going on. I don't sit at a desk every day it, it and, and neither there's Ace. So, and we don't see a slowdown. Okay. <laughs> we see people out there. You have millennials, you have, uh, millennials, you know, there, you know, there's, you know, Millennials is a big generation. Some of them are on their second houses already. Some of them are, you know, just starting, you know, because some are buying their first house, some are already second. And later on in the show, Ace and I are going to tell you how you can become a real estate tycoon because a lot of these millennials are not, they're pretty smart, and they're using, we're going to tell you how you can use your money, your equity in your homes to buy more real estate because, and again, my opinion, and I'm going to say this clearly, look, did I ever buy stocks? Of course, but I'm not great at that. I don't follow it every second of the day, okay, and to really, you know, and even if you follow it, you know, is, there's, there's risk. The stock could be worth $30 one day and the next day could drop to zero. Real estate, prices don't really drop overnight. You know, unless there's some world catastrophe, okay, prices don't drop that quickly. And you can um, also have the benefits of of a lot of things. You know, you have the benefits of tax benefits. And, Ace, I think I would take a quote but what I'd like you to talk about because I want you to know that most millionaires, I think it's, you know, 85% of the millionaires made money buying real estate and I want to teach some of you if you, you know if it's something that interests you on how you can do it how you can buy real estate okay uh you know because it's creating a lot of new real estate tycoons that are very young okay and there's a way to do it okay I to, do we have any callers I mean some of my I thought I saw on the board of callers okay would you put Eileen on the phone on the line please
4: Hi, Eileen. Good Hi, morning. Daddy. I used to listen to you on another station. You have a terrific station. Great. Thank Daddy, you, thank out. you. I just said something. My daughter's aunt passed away 2019. She owns a co-op on East 72nd Street. We're trying to understand why is it selling. The asking price at that time of value was 600000 why is it? I'm listening to you. you know, the Lord has come back. I think it's great and all that. But now, why is it a place like that? A beautiful apartment, right? Not selling. What, wait. What is
3: it? One bedroom? I don't. I don't. I don't know enough one to bedroom, even tell you. One bedroom.
4: One bedroom.
3: And where is it? Where did you say it was again? On
4: uh, 872nd Street.
3: On 72nd Street. Right. And how long has it been on the market? You know.
4: Yes, since so she passed away 2019, March 2019.
3: Well, something's wrong with that equation. I can tell you right. that right now. Something's very wrong with that equation. It's been on the market for a couple of years?
4: Yep. And we have someone working on it, and nothing's moving. Meanwhile, there's maintenance charges. I'm sure she has to pay, even though she's gone. Most likely out of her estate is the insurance also. I can't understand. That's why I'm turning to you, Daddy. You know, you're the one that I know. I'm sorry. Okay, I, have, well, I think, Okay. Stay on the line for
3: just a few seconds because I think we have a quick commercial break and I'll uh, I'll answer the question I best can. But if you leave your number, you know, without knowing specifics, because that doesn't sound right to me. Okay. okay. The whole, you know, you're telling me some the market for years. So get back on the line. Okay. Okay, stay on the line. We'll be right back.
4: All right, Daddy. Thanks. Okay. Take your time. Okay. So we have
3: a great coming up.
1: Right Ever experience a great steak at a fine restaurant and wondered? Why can't you get that great quality at home? Pat LaFreda Meat Purveyors supplies many of New York and New Jersey's fine restaurants. Now you can get the same high-quality selection of meats for your most important customer, your own family. LaFreda deals in only premium 100% black Angus cattle raised and grazed in the United States. Their only focus is meat. You won't find any frozen side dishes or gimmicks here. Offering every kind of meat in every cut, such as tomahawk, bone-in ribeye, porterhouse, center cut filet to name a few supplying only the highest quality beef pork lamb veal poultry and america's best burger chopped meat blends shipped overnight cut the night you place your order and always fresh never frozen to order go online at lafreda.com l-a-f-r-i-e-d-a.com
6: Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey is proud to be a sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour here on AM 970. Don't miss out on fresh savings. Get a great deal on an all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000 mile powertrain limited warranty. Choose from a wide selection in either front-wheel drive or all-wheel control, all featuring the flexibility of third-row seating. Come find the right Mitsubishi Outlander for you during the spring sales event going on now take advantage of discount finance and lease terms on the 2022 mitsubishi outlander starting from 26,095 dollars. hurry offer valid through march 31st 2022 visit freehold mitsubishi today just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area visit freeholdmitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788 732-863-2788 dot com. Tapestry has an opening for an e-commerce senior quality assurance analyst who is responsible for coordinating and collaborating with internal and external stakeholders by providing feedback and guidance to define functional requirements, modeling those requirements in an organized manner, and communicating those requirements through SDLC. Please email resumes to talentrecruiter at coach.com, reference job number KB257277. Again, email resumes to talentrecruiter at coach.com, reference job number KB257277. Join us for the Salem Business Breakfast, Wednesday, April 27th at Bergen Community College. Register at
2: am970theanswer.com. Continuing with Ion on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Ion on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back.
3: I'm here with Ace for Superb. You're listening. I'm Dottie Herman. You're listening to Ion on Real Estate. We will be talking about how you can start to become a real estate tycoon, before that, I have a caller, and I'm glad that you tuned in, and I just would ask you to leave your number because yours have, you have a house, or your relative has a house that's been on the market. Since right, yeah, months. in other
4: words, there's a co-op at East 72nd Street. It's my children's yep. aunt. She passed away in 2019. Right. So We're wondering why it's not moving.
3: It's not moving because there's something that's wrong. and I'm, I'm sure it's, I'm not, I don't know the price, but maybe it's there's it's something in the.
4: thousand, sp- Donnie.
3: Okay. Well, you know, every co-op is different and they have certain rules, but this is, you're talking about three or four years it's on the market. There's something definitely wrong. If you leave of course, your number. That's why
4: I'm talking to you. Okay.
3: So if you leave your number with me, I promise you, I will call you, to, I will call you Monday myself.
4: I really appreciate, Daddy May. I'm going to put something out. Does it have to do with that she does it didn't have a will? Is that it? Was that to back well, the sale out the?
3: It might. I mean, I you know, it might it might have to go through you know probate. probate. There yeah. might be a hundred things. But if you leave your number, I will look into it because I can tell you this without even seeing the apartment. There's no way something's on the market for
4: four years, three or four years. Absolutely right. That's why I'm turning to you, Daddy. I love. I'm glad you called. Thank you.
3: So leave your number, and I promise you, I'll call you Monday. I know you will. Have
4: a terrific, healthy, safe weekend.
3: You too, and thanks for calling. thank you. Okay, I'll talk to you Monday. All right, thanks, Daddy. Bye. Have a great weekend. You too. Um, thank you. Ace.
5: It's always great to hear our listeners call in, you know, and just tell us how great the show is. So, always, always great to hear.
3: We'll get through it today because, again, time flies when you're... uh... But, you know, the housing market, and I know you've been doing this, so you'd be the best person to talk about it. If we don't finish up today, you can do it next week. But the housing market is creating a new class of real estate tycoons, okay?
5: Definitely, yeah.
3: Okay, with an easy sort of refinancing their own homes, because the, you know prices have gone up so much, property owners have record windfalls, sending cash out refinancing to levels not seen since the peak of mid 2000s housing frenzy. So, so some of people are doing cash refi, you know, refi, cash out refi. Can you explain? And then, I don't know if we can get into it all this hour, but maybe we can tell people how they can do that, then buy a second home, maybe not for living, for income or whatever. Can you explain to everyone what cash-out refinancing is?
5: Definitely, Dottie. I I mean, it's it's definitely a trend. It's booming right now. This year, uh, refinances, especially cash-out, has been sort of leading the pack. And, uh, Dottie, what what that really means, simply put, is – let's say you owe 200,000 on your mortgage but your home because of appreciation values throughout the years have gone up to let's say it's now worth a million dollars right and you owe about 200,000 on your mortgage the bank will lend you a cash out refinance up to 75% of your home of your home value so if your home is worth a million they'll give you 75% of a million which is 750k and if you owe about 200,000 the difference between what you owe on your mortgage the 200,000 and the 750k is going to be the cash that you receive so about 550,000 cash that you would receive a lot of people are leveraging uh, the cash out refinance product because rates are still very low dottie and they're using that cash to put as a down payment or buy the property outright right and i think there's something to be said about these home prices and when you're buying investment property you want to buy where the numbers make sense and i've started buying when i was literally 22 you know i was, I was lucky i enough know you have, have uh,
3: i know yeah, and what I was, made you i mean i mean really i mean what started you because i from the day i met you you were buying
5: real estate I, I i can tell you dottie you know my 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 parents right my dad would say on, you know, when you have money in the bank, all you're going to do, the only way that it's going is it's going out, right? So I really need you to focus on how you can create more wealth with the money in the bank. And, you know, by the time I was 22, I probably had maybe 40,000 saved up from all the birthdays and all the things that, you know, that that we were doing in the past. And I had a part-time job during college. So, so he basically said, son, go out and find something where the numbers make sense. And, and, and what I mean by that is you don't need to start buying a home at the $2 million range, right? You can actually look at the Internet and find homes or even co-ops today that allow you to rent. And there are, there are co-ops that are going for about 150000 in certain areas, right? The Bronx, I would say, is a huge, huge marketplace. If you're looking to be a first-time investor – that's probably the best place to look because you're going to get some amazing sort of home prices and you have to really do your due diligence. You have to look at what the rental market is commanding in, in that marketplace. But literally at the end of the day, how much you have for a down payment and what your monthly payments are, including the, the maintenance, the taxes, you know, whatever subject property that you buy. And we can do a, a pretty much crash course, on this, on one of the shows, well, Dottie. But it's so yeah, important. Yeah, I would like to yeah. do
3: that. We have a three-hour special the, next week, um, wow. and okay. I, I would. Well, you, you know, just as one subject, I just, look. I, the same thing happened to me. I mean, I was in a car accident when I was like maybe ten. So, um, at that. At that time, I don't know what the law is now. But at that time, obviously a ten-year-old can't receive the money. Okay, so I, I received some amounts of money, not not a whole lot, but and I had to wait till I was either 18 or 21. I don't remember what the I don't remember the legal age then was either 18 or 21. Whatever. So now I'm I'm I'm, I'm receiving the money. I'm all excited. I'm going to Europe. I'm you know I'm gonna go through Europe. I'm taking this great vacation. And, of course, I worked my whole life. And my dad said to me, you're not. You're buying a real estate. You're buying a house. I said, Dad, I don't want a house. And there was a house on his block. And it was a hut. I think I've told you the story. It was the smallest house I've ever seen. And, by the way, I've seen a lot of houses. Okay. And uh, it was so small that I told you that when you leaned back in the, in the kitchen, you hit the refrigerator. But it was in a good area. <laughs> And the houses around it were more expensive. And said, my father said, buy it. And I said, then yeah. I want to go to you. But he said, buy real estate. I bought it. I rented it. Okay. And then, now I was probably, I don't know, maybe 18. I think 18 or something like that. I bought it. I rented it. And then I sold it like three or four years later. And I sold it to friends of mine. And I said, let's keep it as an investment. And so I sold it, and they bought, like, each bought, each friend bought, like, 25%, and I kept 25 So I took 75% of the money, and then I put 25% back, and we rented it again. And that's how I started my real estate career, but it was because of my dad. Otherwise, I would that's have spent the money. And um, I really believe, okay, you can make money in real estate and you can do a cash refinance, which means you can take the money because so many of you have – have your houses have appreciated so much. And basically, let's say like Ace said, your house is – you bought it for two hundred dollars it's worth a million. That's 800000 of equity you're just sitting on. That's
5: right. And it's not making That's you right.
3: – you're sitting on it. It's not making you a dollar. Now, people and, and get Dottie, in trouble yeah. – yeah, people get in trouble when they go to Vegas and spend it, or they spend it Yeah, the they do, and do
5: they do. <laughs> yep. And, and Dottie, one thing that I want to um, really, really uh, just have our listeners focus in on, when you're buying an investment property, remember, you're not buying for yourself to live in. Most people make the mistake by wanting to buy right. an investment property that they feel like they would want to live in. Remember, you're not living in there. So as long as the That's numbers make sense... You, you, you know, that's really how you have to look at the property, right? May not be the, the property of your dreams or it may not be the property that you would personally live in, but you're buying it for an investment. So remember, if the numbers make sense and the market is ripe for rentals, it doesn't matter if that's not your personal preference. You're not buying it. Yeah, for your you know, money. you're so on the
3: money. Okay. You're not going to live in it. And by the way, okay, just so you should know, 90% of millionaires in the United States are invested in real estate and I'm not saying you'll be a millionaire, but let me tell you something. When I started the business I was probably right out of college, I was oh, I worked for Merrill. Then I was maybe twenty four or something or twenty five, I don't know. So people look at me and say, "Ah, oh, like I bought and sold houses before you were even born, like you really I was well I said if you're comfortable with someone older then by all means but I would meet these guys that had 20 houses. Uh, some of them did not even have a high school you know, degree. I mean, they, they didn't even, some of them didn't graduate high school. But they had common sense, and they understood real estate. Because real estate is not as difficult as the stock market to figure out. And in my opinion, it's usually not as risky because it doesn't drop overnight. And if you scout out an area and you buy maybe, especially a house that needs maybe not a lot of work, but, you know, somebody really didn't, you know, it's not painted, they have sloppy. And I did, I wish I wish this was not radio, and I wish I could show it to you. I did a, 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 a show, maybe back about seven years ago, for ABC or CBS. They gave, and I never saw the house, and it wasn't in a market that Douglas Elliman really handled. They sent me to a house. I looked at it. It was on the market two years. They gave me $5,000 and 24 hours. The house was, to fix that house up for $5,000. And I had 24 hours to do it. I was on the phone getting cleaners, getting <laughs> strong rugs out. And do you want to know something? And I have the video of it, the TV show, and then they came back. Yeah. It sold in two weeks. Okay? Wow. And it took me $5,000 And it sold for full price. And it was just a matter of a house that was really not structurally bad. But, you know, it was kind of dirty. And the walls were kind of, you know, never painted. It wasn't painted. And, like, somebody's grandmother lived in it. And I guess she had to go to home. So there was, like, clutter all over. And then there was rugs that were all worn out. But if you pulled the rugs up, the floors were beautiful. So... All I'm saying is what I'd like to do, Ace, I know we're not going to have time today, okay? But I'd like to, to talk about how the average person, not, look, once you're, you know, when you have a lot of money, it's easier to make money. But I started, and I really mean this, I'm from a very middle class area. I started, I mean, I always worked, but I made money in real estate, and I was not in the real estate business at the time. It's just that my dad always believed in it. And he was a city worker, so, but he always believed in it. And that's how I started. And Ace, I've watched you since you are 22. So yeah. i yeah, watched you, you, pro- you property you, up to you property.
5: Have, yeah, Dottie, you have to really, you know, whenever someone says, well, I'm, I'm priced out, Ace, you're never priced out. It just means that you're not looking hard enough, right? So you may not be able to buy in the areas where, where you think are 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 the areas that you want to invest in. But there's other areas. You just have to open up your sort of search um, areas. And or go and to the really fringes.
3: Go, go to That's the exa- fringes
5: exactly, or... Donnie, go to the fringes. Yep, yep.
3: Or one more bit of advice. Remember, sometimes, I mean, you'll find that rents... In other words, a price can be really high. But rents don't... Rents somehow are kind of... You know, unless it's a mansion or something, the rents don't correlate sometimes with the sales price. So you want to look for a house that's kind of a little run down, but not structurally bad, but just needs to face, you know, you would be surprised. I used to be shocked about how many people would put their house on the market. It was trash all over. They hadn't. They hadn't cleaned it out for years. They have, you know, junk that they collected. The house was cluttered, you know. So here's the deal. Ace and I are going to talk to you about how the average person can make money in investing in residential property, real estate, and with, especially if you have equity in your own home. And we're also going to talk about what to look for, what type of things to look for. I am not someone that thinks you should buy something in five states away that you can't watch because then you have to find the property manager too. But let me say this. I know the market's high and we're in a high market. But remember, all the, all the subsidies are over pretty much. So, yeah. and, if, and if you're a seller... If you were thinking of moving in the next couple of years, move now, put your stuff in storage, okay, and rent until you find something because I really feel that the last, this year and maybe the year before, I, I've never seen real estate market like this in my life.
5: With Sorry, that, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this.
3: We're going to tell you how, to, how you can become, the average person that you can become. Which?
5: <laughs> five real estate that's it
3: okay have a great weekend nathan we'll be right back uh we have financial let we have a quick break
5: thanks dottie